Hey, everybody. I'm Michael Gabriel. You're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. All right. Hello, Rena. Hey, Michael. How you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm all right. Getting a little tired since I hear I'm you're here in Finland. True that. That's where right I on. am, and it's <laughs> eight thirty p.m. I'm marking the like. I got up at six and had to work like an actual job before doing <laughs> nice. fun stuff in the evening. Yeah. Wow. Well, the fun just doesn't stop for you, does it? It does not, <laughs> but you're know, living the life, taking yeah. it all. What can I say? No rest so, of the what, have, what have you been up to today? Uh, what haven't I been up to is more, uh, more the question. That busy already today? <laughs> what was that? You're that busy already today? Oh man, that's story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so we can. You know what? You know what's really funny. Your name is Mikhail Gabriel, right? And we have also established that I am Finnish. And here in Finland, there is an artist named Mikhail Gabriel. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? He's just oh. like, and it, it, it's his, his name, uh, first name is just spelled M I K A E L. Sure. While yours is different, which makes me think like you're aware of this Finnish artist and made this weird fucking version of of michael to stand out <laughs> from the finnish rapper michael gabriel no michael I, this gabriel. is this is the first i'm hearing of it i'll have to I'll have to check him out lies <laughs> <laughs> anyway so let's talk about uh how do you want to michael gilbert uh, say again let's talk about michael <laughs> i was just trying to be funny but let's talk oh, about yeah. michael gabriel <laughs> it rarely goes well i'm sorry it doesn't go well. i don't have a sense of humor sorry Let's talk about the uh, the new album Genesis. Yeah, it's yeah. out now. What's been the response to it so far? It's been a positive response. You know, this uh, album was. Uh, I said from the beginning, I uh, it's going to be the first step in a larger journey because I have a huge catalog of songs I've been holding on to for a long time. Um, you know, I've been in the industry for some time, kind of doing this. Um, you know, producing, mixing, uh, performing with other artists in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I said over COVID, I said, you know what? Why don't I do this for myself? That's 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 the whole reason I got into the whole music gig in the first place was because of my passion for writing and producing and whatnot. I'm an engineer by trade, and so um, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. And so the response has been positive, and uh, you know I'm really excited to finally have it out. Nice. Your connection to the music business, you have sort of a, a, a large history, including through your family, but you're in Minnesota and you're connected to Paisley Park as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, so uh, can't really talk about it without going into my backstory. So uh, my parents uh, actually met on the Purple Rain tour. Uh, my father, Gilbert Davison, was uh, Prince's uh, personal security and ended up becoming his manager and president of Paisley Park. My mom, Constance, was Sheila E's uh, co-lyricist and, and road manager. And they actually grew up in the Bay Area together. So oh. Sheila is my godmother. And, uh, you know, so I like to say kind of jokingly, I'm sort of a product of this Purple Rain World Tour. Like, had it not been for that tour, I probably wouldn't be here today. 
Right. Interesting. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of other children who could say the same. Right. Sure. Yeah. And the music <laughs> and everything. Yeah. It was a man. It was poor, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, no, but it's it's right. super impressive. Like it's it's a fascinating backstory, obviously. And and growing up in that sort of surrounding, do you feel like it was it was sort of written the stars before you did anything that you're gonna end up in music? Like with your backstory, did you really have a choice? I mean, you could you could look at it that way, but uh, for me, uh, I didn't uh, appreciate the uniqueness of the situation until I was a little bit older because it's the only experience that I had ever known as a child. So everything that's happening, whether it be you know Prince coming over to the house or us going over to Paisley Park or going to a show or you know whatever it is that was happening at the time, I was experiencing it through the eyes of a child. I didn't know that it was unique. And so, you know, now I'm filled with, you know, nothing but gratitude. But at the time, like, I, it was just normal to me. Wow. Yeah. Prince coming over for dinner. That's crazy in a sentence. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I just overlooked it because, you know, it, it's weird. Um, <laughs> but, like, outside of music, did you have any, like, did you dream of being a firefighter as a kid or something like that? Uh, you know, I think music was always, like, kind of my first love especially the guitar you know uh rock and roll guitar in particular um you know i it was just something that was always just a passion of mine like you know it's like you never forget your first love and that was music was that for me yeah makes sense makes sense so basically think, no choice <laughs> and i think once it's just like anybody right once music gets a hold of you it doesn't let go yeah it's it's, it's, it's once you get the bug it's like you know it's like a, it's like a i don't know a weird virus that just spreads you know yep it's like you can't you can't escape it you know no matter how much you try like i am uh a very kind of practical person right and you know, I asked my parents one day, I'm like, don't you guys think I should be like a doctor or a lawyer or something like maybe more stable or secure? And they're like, no, you should, you love music. That's what you should be doing. That's great. <laughs> yeah. It's great to have so, that support. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I also, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, the, the virus is, is interesting in a way that it usually doesn't kill you, but depending on who you are, it can take all your money. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it does play, uh, you know, it's, it's, they say the music business is a business that eats its young, you know? So right. and in that sense, you know, if it doesn't kill you, it, it, it can make you stronger. And so, you know, I always tell people, no matter what it is that you're doing, you can never underestimate the power of just not giving up, right. You know, and continuing to persevere, you know, sometimes, you know, um, and, and, and also it's uh, to appreciate the journey that you're on, you know, so often we're focused, laser focused on reaching the top of the mountain that we forget to uh, appreciate the journey that we're on. We forget to appreciate the climb. And, you know, I think that's important as well. And the people that you meet along the way and, yeah, and the people, the people you that you affect with your music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. You know, it's, it's not one big thing that gets you to you know your destination it's all the million little steps that it took to get there and i also like think I it's said, interesting like how you define success i mean if you're actually playing music and people are listening to it then that's some sort of success right you don't right. Have to be motley crew or or prince right yeah exactly is and uh it's 
you know, you got to check yourself sometimes. It's like, why, why are you doing this? You know? Um, and if music, if your passion and love for the music itself isn't at the core, then, you know, maybe you need to reevaluate a little bit. Um, but you know, I, I feel very blessed. Yeah. Mentioning the people you meet along the way, you've, you've met some pretty interesting people along yeah. the way, the list of people that you've worked with or collaborated with is insane in one word. Like it has such names as, let me just uh, read from here, like Stevie Wonder, Hans Zimmer, John Legend, Snoop Dogg, you know, Gary Clark Jr. Just, it, it goes on and on. Gloria Estefan, it's it's nuts. So like, what, what do you sort of derive from that? What What's the best takeaway that you get out of like being able to work with all these amazing artists? Um, the most, the most talented among them, um, are generally the most humble people you'll ever meet. Mm. It's like, and, and that's, that's something that really kind of blew me away. It's like, especially like, you know, for example, the first time I, I shook CB Wonder's hand was just random, a random chance encounter at a restaurant. Right. And I, I happened to be with Sheila at the time. And I was just a kid, like maybe 16, 17 years old. And I shook his hand and then I just thought after I was like all the history, like all the musical history in that hand. I was like, I'm never washing this hand again, but he, he was so, yeah, he was such a nice person. And then, you know, to have a chance to work with him later, it was just like a dream, you know, this music that I grew up with, you know, um, and uh, the same is true for a lot of those, you know, legendary iconic artists. Um, you know, you just, you try to just be like a sponge, I guess, when you're in that environment and take what you can, you know, what, whatever is positive from that experience. And, and sometimes, you know, maybe some of those experiences aren't, you know, wholly positive, you know, because let, let's, you know, let's face it, we're all here to get a job done. And, you know, sometimes, you know, there's stress involved, but right. you still try to take whatever positive you can from that experience, because you're going to take that and carry it to the next thing. And we live in an industry where it's word of mouth, you know, so it's like if, if, you know, you exude positivity, you're going to get positivity in return. And so like, I, I guess that's, that's some of, oh, sorry about that. I, that's some of what I've, uh, I've garnered from my experiences, for sure. And I don't think you can ever have enough positivity, especially in the world we're living in. So that's a, a wonderful thing as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like, you know, the thinking of like, you know, that you're you're gonna be taking a part of this energy, taking it forward, and it it'll it'll either support or taint right, <laughs> the right. yeah. destination and, and, of, of where you land. Mm. Right. And that and in um, you know, that positivity, you know, will manifest itself in other ways if you put it out there. So you never never mm. underestimate that either. I love that. True. Beautiful. Yeah. True, true. No, it's it's the law of vibration. It's true. Right. Yeah. Hey, you're on to something there. <laughs> no, I am. I am. Oh. Are you planning That's on taking very... this? Sorry. Go ahead, Bruce. I was going to say, are you planning on taking this out on the road? And doing yeah. Shows? Yeah. So that's the part I'm most excited about. Um, uh, the plan is to uh, take it out on the road in 2023. Um, so we're kind of preparing. Uh, we're in preparation for that now. Um, but yeah, it's like, how could, you know, to put these songs, and not play them live, it was just be like a travesty, you know, so 
yeah, that's the part I'm, I've been most excited about, kind of chomping at the bit to just, you know, get these out in a live performance setting. Have you done any one-offs yet, or is it truly going to be coming up? It's, it's going to be coming up, yeah. So everything we're doing now is just laying the groundwork for that. Um, so like for the album, we put out the album. Uh, there's also a deluxe version of the album that's going to include, you know, different remixes and extended versions of the songs. And some songs that ended up on the cutting room floor, we're just going to throw back out there. Um, we're in the process. We have a couple music videos in production and, and, and whatnot that people can be on the lookout for. Uh, but yeah, the, the physical touring is, is going to take place in 2023. Nice. How do you prepare for that? Is that something you... Uh start worrying about now and prepping for, or do you just kind of? Well, so I already have some of the musicians in place. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I've been mentally preparing for it like the entire time I've been crafting this record, you know, yeah, because uh, I played everything on the record. So everything that you hear is purely, purely myself. Oh. Um, so like, I guess in that sense, you know, I've been preparing, but you know, like, the writing and creative process, like being in the studio is a little bit different than, you know, shedding for a tour, you know? Um, so um, they're both fun in different in their own ways. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm just excited. That's all you I said you played all the instruments. Are you also doing all, I know you're an engineer and a producer. Did you do all of that as well? Yeah. Really? So it's a one man show? Yeah, but so, so much of it is out of like necessity and impatience, you know, like if I have a musical idea, like I don't have time to like kind of wait, schedule studio time, you know, whatever. I'm like, you know what? I'm just, this is, this is how I hear it. And, you know, it ended up, uh, it ended up just being that's, that's what it is on the record. You know, it's like that I kind of idea that moment um, was just captured you know at at the moment i had the ideas it was captured and you know that's it, how the record turned out okay is there is there something you want your fans to take away from or the listener to take away from after listening to either the single let there be light or even you know the record genesis is there a yeah is yeah i think so i love uh polysemantic like storytelling stories with like two or more meanings you know um i want the listener to kind of take i wanted them to listen to it with open ears and kind of take whatever it is that they feel from it because the whole record was um, written with sentiment and and feeling kind of at the core so it's a multi-genre album only be, not because like not only because I like multiple genres of music, but because I treat genre sort of like a tool, like uh, like another one of the instruments, you know, and some genres lean more to one feeling than another, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So like Let There Be Light, for example, you know, the guitar riff is what came first and it just kind of leaned in that sort of 1970s sort of inspired, you know, rock sort of tune. Right. And, you know, that's the feeling that I, I had when, you know, I wrote it. So that's, you know... That that's just kind of that's how that one came about. Um, it's uh, it's part biblical allegory as well, you know. So you know, there's a little bit to chew on um, in in terms of that. The album is called Genesis uh, uh, from the first book of the Bible. Genesis means origin, um, and it speaks 
not just to the biblical biblical allegory, but it speaks to my origin as well. You know, sounds that inspired me, you know, growing up and, you know, uh, music that I like and just kind of tells that story. Um, so, yeah, there, there's it's kind of a loaded question. There's a there's a lot. But I guess the biggest takeaway is uh, awaken the light in, in yourself. OK, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Rena. Well, I would want to know if, if you're up to doing something super weird with us. Yes, I'm. I love weird stuff. <laughs> Dude, I love that reaction. Perfect. Remember, yes, you said that. We've been doing it all this entire time. Yeah. Remember, uh, you well, agreed to this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. We have this in audio and not yeah. in writing, but this is it's a legally binding it's, document. It's legally binding. You agreed to whatever weird stuff. I right. Totally. And like you know, you're either gonna remember this fondly or not at all. But so what, what we're going to do is Bruce is going to put up a picture. Okay. And this is a podcast, even though this does this uh, publish on, on YouTube as well. We would like you to describe that picture to as much detail as you can to the people who are also listening. So we want you to tell us what is happening in that picture and then what is going to happen next. So two questions. What What is it like? What's going on now? What is happening? and what's going to happen in the yeah. next frame so to speak right. okay R remember you agreed so here we go you ready okay let's see there you go all right <laughs> wow okay so we have a cave and we have cave drawings one that looks like an octopus one that looks like uh a person with uh, either an afro or they have stars over their head and we have another ghost-like alien being with two antennas. And in the center of the picture, we have a we have a redhead sticking their tongue out in a uh, in in this dress, this brown dress, and a television uh, on the ground, and uh, another weird squiggly drawing. Maybe it's a map. And then overhead is a framed picture of someone with a beard or mustache and clouds over their head. And I think what's going to happen next is the person going to turn around and uh, lick the picture. Uh, the television's going to blow up and the cave will come crashing down. <laughs> That's the best one yet today. So. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, it's so fascinating. Like what people go for, because usually, People would go for the person first, but you started mm -hmm. from the walls, the yeah. surrounding. Yeah, the surrounding. You to sort of build oh, up to. Wanted the... to build it up, you know. You get, you gotta mm -hmm. explain what the setting is first, you know. So let me ask you a question because sure. nobody sees what I see in that picture above the head or whatever that is. You don't see a chef, like a dude maybe, with the chef's hat. Maybe uh, I guess. May you know what? It could be Colonel Sanders, and he <laughs> ate some really spicy chicken. <laughs> I could, I see that, you know, maybe because his hair is kind of disheveled. Um, and there's, I don't know, there's something kind of like emanating from his mouth. What do you think the, uh, the show she's waiting for, or he's waiting for is going to appear on that television? Hmm. Let's see. So they have their tongue out. Um, also pointing out that you're the first one to like emphasize that point. Okay. Nobody's yeah. sort of like zeroed in on the tongue out thing, which is interesting out. to me because I feel out. it's very prominent. Go ahead. How, okay. How, how about uh, Dumb and Dumber, the scene where uh, 
<laughs> Jeff Daniels sticks his uh, tongue onto the light pole. That is beautiful. <laughs> that's it. And yeah. Nice. That's beautiful. Yep. Have you ever done that, by the way? Uh, no. No. Uh, no. I so I grew up watching this, uh, the Christmas story. Yes. Yes. And so I think I was partially traumatized from that. Yes. And uh, it kind of steered me away from, from trying it out. That's the classic <laughs> scene from that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what everybody remembers. Don't stick your what tongue to the lap pole. Uh, oh, don't a, tell me you've not seen it. You haven't seen is it. Is it that old timey movie? Yes. With, like... Yes. Where the boy it narrates the, you know, just a, the Christmas season in his life. You know, he wanted this BB gun for Christmas. And, you know, it's all about, you know, that's part of, you know, his, uh, his focus throughout. Oh, it's part. Oh, there we go. Oh, screen sharing. So sorry about that. That's part of his focus for, throughout the movie. Um, but then it just, uh, it, it, it just goes through everything that happens in that Christmas season leading up to Christmas. It's really day. good. It's funny. In fact, I think some really? stations play it like 24 seven, a day or two before Christmas. Yeah. It's like a marathon Christmas story marathon. You have to check it out. But in that movie, there's a scene where one of his friends sticks his tongue to the light pole and the fire department has to come and help him. The fire department. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like yeah. <laughs> This is all that all you need is like a cup of warm water. I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, we we know do? that like, now. Poor bitch down. Like, yeah, <laughs> we know that now. But like seven, eight year old me was like, oh my gosh, that's terrifying. Yes, <laughs> rip the top I'm of your tongue off. Yeah, right. Like, do they show what the fire department does? To you get don't. The boy you, out? you don't know if they have to cut his tongue off. You don't know. You don't know what happened. Like as a kid, you don't know what's happening. Like you, you just see the kid walking into class, and he has like this bandage, like on his tongue, like, and he's like just sits there, sad. It could the be half gone for all we know. Good, yeah, exactly. You don't know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> kind of left open ended. And I, I don't you're, think you're you, sick people, you Americans. Yeah, I, guess. I don't, I don't think you see the boy the rest of the movie. So like, you don't know. Like maybe, maybe he was wasn't able to speak the rest of his life. Who knows what? Or happened. could have gotten infected and he could have passed away. Yeah, exactly. So in his tongue. You can only imagine how traumatizing it is. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty traumatizing. Yeah. Also By the way, metal. that's a great name for a metal a metal band, gangrenous tongue. Oh <laughs> man, you're yeah. onto something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Nice. Was, yeah. <laughs> Michael, I know we went off the deep end here. Is there anything we missed that you want to cover? Oh man. I I, I, I wasn't I, talking about done talking about Christmas shows. Like, what the hell? like <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I th I think we need to cover more Christmas shows. Like, okay, so for example, what's your favorite Christmas movie or so show? I'm probably lame. I'm gonna say the my favorite. Oh, sorry, Bruce. Go ahead. No, please. Your, your, my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. Yes, but there it is. is. <laughs> yes, Boom, it is. Yeah, but I love that. <laughs> Yippee Kaye! Yippee Kaye, motherfucker! But in Finland, <laughs> the tradition is this this um cartoon. It's only like 10, 15 minutes long or something called The Snowman. And it's like, there's no, there's no lines. It's just a cartoon with music. And there's like, you know, the snowman that comes to life. And then in the nighttime, it takes the little boy that made it out to this magical adventure and flying over the forest and, and like ending up in this grand festival of, of 
animals and snow thingies and whatever. But the main thing about that is is this song. And I don't know if you know about like Finnish music, but one of our biggest bands is called Nightwish. And it's a metal band, like the symphonic metal band. And yeah. they have made a version when they still had their old singer, Tarja Turunen, all the song that they play is that we're flying through the air. <laughs> and it's like, really, everybody knows the song and everybody watches that thing. Yeah. Mainly for that song to hear the song. And that, that is the essence of Christmas. Well, I want, I want to see this. What is, what is it called? If I were to look it up. Hold on. Let me, let me find it for you. I'm going to interject. I'm kind of lame. Smart but... things while I find it. <laughs> yeah. While she's looking, I'm going to interject. Mine would be, it's a wonderful life. And I know that's kind of cliche. That's a classic. But yeah. But that is a classic. It is. It is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now I don't have as good a story with it as Rena does, but that is still mine. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. How can you, I mean, that's definitely, it's probably in everyone's top five, maybe top three, right. I would think. Yeah. This will lead you. This is the song, specifically the song. But this, if you want to watch the whole thing, you're going to find it. I'm linking you in the chat room here now so you can get it. But it's a beautiful song. Maybe it'll inspire you. Yeah. And you will make your own version and it'll, it'll, you know, this will be your backstory now. Weird Chick oh, from yeah. Finland gave me a link to a cartoon. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> Did, uh, can out. you guys can you guys still see my video feed? I'm sorry. Yeah, it looks like you timed out for a second. Okay, give me one second to just make a quick adjustment here. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's all right. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. But we do have Die Hard. I think every every Christmas playing playing on TV as well. But but it's like it's such a different culture obviously we're a very americanized society here in finland right i'm just like filling the air now while while it does it's pronounced michael right it does michael. his his video thing yes but michael okay cool coolio yes so then yeah it, it's you know that it, it's very commercial as as a holiday but i don't think any country can trump the like commercialization of Christmas that has been achieved in America. Yeah, I 100% agree. And it, it's sucky because like I have a kid, he's six years old and and like I don't I don't want to teach him uh, a, a culture of like love is things, you know? Right. Love is the sheer number of presents that you get. But that's uh, that's kind of what it all is, right? For sure, here in the U.S. You there, Rena? I think everybody's gone. Has stopped. This meeting nope. is being. Hey, are we all back? <laughs> We're all back. What the know. hell, Bruce? <laughs> I'm just sitting. Here. I'm going to blame Michael because he's he's the one who just disengaged first. That's okay. It's just more, more like fix it and post stuff. Yeah, uh, blame the guest anyway. That's how it works. Yeah, that's exactly. how it works. This is how yeah. works. <laughs> hey. But you're you're completely right, and and I love this message of gratitude, and I love the message of of, of humility and just positivity and all, all these things. And like you know, you could totally be an asshole with with like you know all the stuff that you have under your belt and just feel super entitled and and conceited based on all of that and and you're not and i appreciate that so that's thank that's, you that's kudos to you yeah i mean it's 
and thank you thank you guys for having me i mean life is finite right everything that we have and is finite so it's like it's it's better to not be an asshole <laughs> yes mm. and and to you know try to share positivity when you can i feel you know because you know you never know what somebody else is going through in any given moment and so you know um i think the more positivity we can share and spread throughout the world the better you know yeah, even if it's in a small even a small like micro transactional way you know absolutely yeah well that it's is the all thing. I it's have. The thing. thank you my friend hope that wasn't too bad no it's i had a great time thank you guys so much for having me it's great meeting Thanks you both Nice and, it was lovely meeting you. And thank you, Rena, for taking time to be here, even though you had a long day. Hopefully you get to rest up a little bit now. I'm going to do one more because it's it's a band that I've actually found like two. Not, not like I found them and, you know, but like, you know, it's a, a, a kind of obscure band that that I found like two or three years ago. So oh, nice. staying up later than I normally would to do this thing. <laughs> hey, but. That's dedication. Though. That's rock and roll. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it. another good thing with positivity, empathy, and yeah. you know, all of that. <laughs> Michael, good luck but with cool. the record. Good luck with the tour. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate you. You well. All right. See you Cheers. later, dude. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.